For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm, mmm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. I participate in McDonald's. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile. Empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Exclude sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroYTMobile.com. This is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Tata Louder. She is the queen of gifts, Becky at Giftmaster Bex. And of course, we are joined by the man, the stand, the myth, the legend, Antonio, a.k.a. the Bananas Defender. The one and only, the Notorious. What's really good? One hell of an episode, one hell of an episode. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. So, the whole house is shook. Jay is relishing in his victory over Asif in episode one. But everybody is still trying to make sense of what's going on. The only way you can get is if you have your friends win, vote you win. So if Corey wins, he's gonna throw his best friend a bone. If you win, you're gonna throw your best bone. You win, you're gonna throw your best friend a bone. So, I mean, I don't give a No one's gonna give me an opportunity to go in. My Italian child's career was about intimidating people to not get nominated into elimination. Now, I have to like be nice to people to have them throw me in, but to go down and earn a red skull, it's going to be harder and harder every challenge. Like Jenny. Do you think anybody's gonna wanna give you, throw you an elimination to get your red skull? Well, no. <laughs> I really feel that the true winners are the ones that go to elimination and come back because that is hard. I went out last season in a whole brawl against Tori. I mean, she's an absolute beast, so to go out against her wasn't the end of the world for me. I was so proud of how I did, but this time it's not gonna happen. It's gonna be a hell of a lot harder this time. How do you guys feel about this twist? This twist that you have to go into elimination. The house is, I mean, CT is one of the main people who's trying to break it up, who's just saying, he's saying things like, you know, the friends are going to look out for friends and people are going to keep people locked out. Kind of reminds me of the island when Evelyn was locked out from going into elimination. How do you guys think this is going to play out in the political lane when it comes to this game? 
I mean, I think CT was spitting facts. I mean, everybody knows that no matter what happens, this is going to be a political game. People are going to want to get their skulls in and they're going to want to get it against weaker players or people of their choice. So they're going to need their friends to back them up. And if they don't, they're screwed. They either not go into elimination, but if or if they do go into elimination, they go against a stronger competitor. Bananas. Yeah, I think an alliance now matters more than any other season because you're playing both sides of the game. You're playing to stay safe or to go into elimination against a weaker opponent. And with this big of a cash right now, it's the numbers mean everything. So one thing is really apparent. Big T and Tori, they want in. Now let's go ahead and move on to Rogan and Jen. If you were in my shoes, what would you do and what do you advise? I'm well, just trying to like... just an easy target because one... I'm a rookie. You're a rookie and two, you're beautiful and so your girls are just like, well, you are. I really, really don't want you to go. Hopefully you come out the other side. Me and Dee were heavily romantically involved and uh, as much as I care for her as a person, I want to have some fun and I want to talk to other girls. So I have my eye on Jen. And I feel like even me sitting here talking to you is like digging myself a deeper Dean Rogan. I don't know what's going on there. When Rogan is talking to me, Dee is literally watching me. The more he tries to help me, the more Dee is going to hate me. And as a prospect, I'm not trying to piss off a vet that just won the previous season. In all honesty, I'm probably the only So Rogan is once again thinking with his dick, and he seems to find himself another tall Asian. I mean, if, if you just get one, like, good for you. But you're hunting for tall Asian number two? <laughs> I mean, what are the fucking odds? I need to see statistics on this. <laughs> Jen is kind of wary about the whole thing, and, and Rogan is just really, really horny. We got D and Tori in the cut. Tori is trying to give D some confidence when it comes to dealing with this situation. What do you guys make of Tori's advice? Is it time for D just to give this up? Yes. <laughs> I mean, obviously, she still has feelings for him. But it is something she has to let go. But that's hard to do. You, There is no girl, no matter how over a guy you are, you do not want to see your ex hooking up with another girl. That's just, it's just not going to happen, whether you have feelings or not. It's just, no, I don't want to see my ex hooking up with somebody right in front of me. Tyler. I think that we're putting too much slander on Rogan's name right now. Um, because this isn't like a, we hate a guy because he slept with a girl or whatever. No, no. He's just talking to a girl. He's just talking to her. He didn't hook up with her. He didn't try and hook up with he her. He wants to. He was to. just saying, maybe, but he probably wants to hook up with every girl. But he was talking about how much he actually really enjoyed spending time with. He liked being around her. I mean, the first time him and D met, they hooked up that night. Him and Jen did. Mm. So here's the thing. So you're saying no girl wants to, but would it be bad if like D hooked up with a guy like or anything on the show in front of Rogan? Like that'd be okay though, right? Mm -mm. Like. No, no, I don't think it would. I think Ooh. that it would upset him, too, just like it upset other people. This has happened before with guys, Kyle being upset with Kara flirting with Polly. And I mean, it just happens. The only person I've ever seen that doesn't care if the guy, the girl he hooked up with hooks up with somebody else is like Johnny Bananas. But that's most of the time because he has a girlfriend at home and he's already been cheating, so he doesn't care. So <laughs> plus, he's already got an eye on a okay. different rookie, so. All right. Okay, then. Um, well, back to the original question. Um, I think 
Dee did it to herself. I mean, she willingly put her bed on top of Rogan. So you, by doing that, you should mentally prepare yourself for shit to happen. I mean, you're willingly doing it. Like, come on. Like, it's not like she was forced there. She said, oh, well, I'm going to put my bed on top of his. See what happens. But when you do that, you obviously know Rogan's going to do something. He's going to talk to other people. It's the challenge house. He's going to make alliances. So Dee's just playing herself. You guys are absolutely bugging. D does not need to give this up. You guys keep forgetting. There's actual history there. Not only were they hooking up, they also gone through something pretty tra traumatic together. And that's when Rogan betrayed her. And then he backpedaled. But also, they crossed that finish line together. There's, that's, that's a bond. That's, that bond is pretty unbreakable. And now with the new rules of this game about you having to go into elimination, she is going to need an alliance. Anybody who can throw her a bone at any time. Now is not the time to shit on the people who can help you out. If anything, she needs to lean more into this whole relationship thing. Just keep it within boundaries that Rogan, could, that Rogan is comfortable with. I, I, I think that there's a middle ground here that they just haven't found yet. Maybe toss some little pussy on the side. I don't know. I mean, whatever floats your boat, whatever gets you into the end. I'm pretty sure, though, that this whole Rogan and D, D thing is going to die down, and we won't have to talk about it anymore. I mean, I, I don't... Just because you win a final together doesn't mean you're solidified as friends. I mean, we've seen Bananas and Evelyn win a final together. They aren't cool. It, there's rival seasons, there's exes seasons where people win, and at the end of the game, going into the next season, they're still not friends. So just because they win a final together... It's true, but, but those are the exceptions to the rule. More often than not, winning with the people, winning with people, you make friends over that season. I, I think that's the norm. The norm is you put that shit behind you and you've won. You guys, even though at one point you hated each other, you guys were able to bond and accomplish something together. And I think Dee and Rogan have that, in my opinion. Well, rival seasons, you have to get to know your person because that's your only partner. So a lot of times you see people, well, I never had it, the opportunity or took the time to get to know somebody. And once they're partners, they have no choice. I mean, Camilla always remained very loyal to Johnny throughout all the years, even as many times as they got into arguments. She always had his back. I mean, I can tell you that until Laura and Kara's fight, Laura was always very loyal, Kara and Kara, vice versa. So it just kind of depends, I guess, on the people. But I think that rivals and exes, they just make friends, not, and they just bury the hatchet. Right. It's, not, it's not that they finished the, you know, the, they finished together. It's the fact that that you know Rogan carried D to that final. He <sighs> let he allowed her to stay in the game and gave her two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So she should be a little more positive and loyal because if they weren't sleeping together, D doesn't make that final. I mean, Tyler does have a point because D was an option earlier on in the season. I think you know, I think Rogan had the most pull on the team. So. When it comes to politics-wise, I think Rogan was like one of the leaders of but it. Rogan so, yeah. wasn't going to go against the other people in the alliance. And in that alliance, a lot of people were very loyal to D. Uh, the Karas and the Cams and the Kayleys. So these people were loyal to D. So, yes, it's very possible, but I don't think D got carried. I think you guys are just pissy. And I just don't like it. <laughs> I think Rogan was able to benefit greatly from the friends that D have made. But we'd be totally fooling ourselves if we say there wasn't some carrying. Not all the way. Let's go ahead and move on to today's daily. 
Today's challenge is called Airdrop Extraction. And it is gonna be sick. So first of all, we're gonna put you into teams of three. Each team is gonna have to transfer heavy military crates from one missile launch platform to the other, which are a mile apart as fast as possible. Now the top three teams to get this done will then be moving on to round two. Round two is where all the fun happens. One team at a time is gonna board this helicopter. Oh, sick. Oh, You're gonna make nine passes to bomb a target anywhere on the missile launch platform. So, the team with the most accurate bombs will win today's challenge and form the tribunal. A couple of things became apparent during this daily. One, Fessy is a beast. But let me talk about one of my favorite moments. Now, I have been bashing Josh since he fucking came onto the screen. Bashing him. But what I've seen from him today, it, it, it was dope. He had a great attitude. He was showing leadership uh, qualities, something that I'd never really seen from him. I'd seen him have a good attitude before, but to actually appear as a leader, even though this was a small team, of people who who I could say are probably looking for a leader, he stepped up to the plate and he handled work and he did it without complaining. He did it without dragging his teammates down and he was positive the whole time. I was very, very impressed by Josh. That was probably my favorite moment from the daily. Uh, Tyler, what was your favorite moment? Uh, my favorite moment was Jordan continuing to show that he is the best runner and overall player in this game. Like, as much as, like, you were saying Fessy impressed and everything, think about it. Jordan's like, I'm going to see what I can keep up with Fessy. And then just destroyed him in the challenge. I mean, the team of Jordan, Wes, and Jenny finished their 15, and the next best team was at 9. 9. That means each person did two extra laps compared to the entire team. They destroyed, and Jordan was the leader of that whole thing. I mean, there's a mile long, so having to run five miles in that thing, that was very impressive. Uh, what I also thought was impressive was the fact that the quiet team of like of like Swaggy D and Corey just kind of kept pace with everybody and played it smart. They didn't burn themselves out. I mean, just look at the first team you said, Jordan, Wes, and Jenny. That them three together on a team compared to the rest of the house, like, come on. If you if you're gonna tell me right now that those three weren't the clear favorite right away, then you're definitely smoking something that that I need. Like, come on, those three, they were a clear favorite to win. Maybe not the second part, because the second part, you know, was a little strategy, not as much physical-wise, but that first step, clear favorites. If someone thought otherwise, I don't know. But I know that he had a small team. I, I mean, I, I agree completely with Antonio. You'd look at the difference in the girls. There are people, and honestly, it was a boy, two boys and one girl team versus some of the other teams, which, like, most of them had two girls and one guy. So it's harder to say that they wouldn't have won. If they didn't win by a mile, I would be pissed. And I would expect them to all go home <laughs> because it's not even, it's just crazy. So another big thing that happened during this daily was the performance of Jen from The Amazing Race. Now, Jen did absolutely 
poorly. And one of the main things she did is she put a huge target on her back because everybody was able to see her do something that is most likely is going to be included in the final. And she was the worst. She appeared very, very weak. I think Anissa said it best that she was uh she was looking her best and performing the worst or something along those lines. And now the girls smell blood in the water. I mean, I can tell you that there have been multiple people stepping up and saying on Twitter that she was approached, people tried to get to her, tried to talk to her, and she wanted nothing to do with any of the girls. He, she just didn't want to talk or make any kind of connection with them. At the end of the daily, Jordan, Jenny, and Wes get there first. Following up is Fessy, Kyle, and Melissa, followed by Swaggy, D, and Corey. They're the top three teams, and they're going to move on to the second round. Now, the second round is going to involve them flying around in this helicopter and dropping the crates on the platform. And uh, Jordan, Jenny, and Wes is up first. Jordan is going to be the spotter while Jenny and Wes toss the bomb. team is Jordan and Jenny. I normally would like to work with people like that, but I just hate Jordan. There's no friendship or working relationship, really. My team practically hit no targets because Jordan sucks ass at this game. Even though I see my win today going by the wayside, there's nothing better than watching Jordan lose. And Jordan doesn't do well. He fucks it all up. They only get two out of the nine crates that they're supposed to drop. Complete, complete flop. Um, Tyler, quick question. Whose fault was this? Uh, this is production's fault, if we're going to be real for a second. Think about oh this. My oh, my God. Hang on, hang on. No. no. Well, hang on. No, no I, I might agree sense. with Tyler okay. thing on what he says. Why did they destroy everybody in the first part, but then had to be the guinea pigs for the next part? They should have went third. As soon as, as soon as they went, everybody else that sucked in the first part of the daily challenge got an advantage. And you can say they didn't, but they got an advantage, 100%, because the first thing that Jordan was trying to do, he thought that it was going to carry in the drop. He thought it was going to float through the air and carry, and it didn't. So everybody else saw that and took advantage of it. So they, You didn't know that nine times? It, it didn't matter if he knew it nine times. Like the, the first time, they thought he was too far. Even after that, he messed up two times, and the third one was pretty close. I'm just saying... It still is a disadvantage to go first when they destroyed. They were two miles ahead of everybody else in, when they finished. I don't think they should have went first. I, I was at, right when they said it before they even went. I thought it was wrong that they went first. How is that production's fault? No, but I, I do see what Tyler is saying, though. With this, um, with this stage of the competition, um, it's basically like you're observing the other teams and that's how you're gaining their advantage because it was all trial and error, but... As you see, Corey, uh, Swaggy, and D, 13 to go, they went 9 for 9. There has to be a reason behind it. And you don't go from 2 of 9 to 7 and 9 like that. Like, it's, it's just weird, but, I mean, they just got the shitty end of the stick right there. Well, speaking of that, maybe the problem was Jordan's head is so far up his own ass, he wasn't able to see the platform. Maybe. Maybe not. All right. <laughs> Becky? I mean, he, he has two eyes, so I don't know. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, honestly, I just think that Jordan's aim was off. I think he just misjudged how the wind was going to carry it. I don't think 
that there was that much of an advantage to go second or third, because at the end of the day, it's all about who knows how to properly place things. And Corey, you know, he'd been knocking out those babies, so maybe he's just got really great aim. <laughs> he only has two. Let me say something real quick, because obviously people aren't taking what I'm saying for like, like I, I view the show so much differently. Obviously, Jordan made the mistake. Jordan messed up. Somebody but had to go first. Whether or not... It should have been, it, it it been, been the team, the team that, that came last. in last, though, honestly. That's what should have happened. The team that got last should have went first. There's that's, never that's, been that's, a point in this game where there's been two rounds where that's been how it's happened in the regular dailies. It's a second Yeah, daily. it's a regular daily. It's the second one, though, so you can't say, like, at this point. It's only the second I'm one I'm just that talking happened. about overall challenge history you just don't see people being like okay so there's a second round now we have to do it in this particular order the order is the order you're right it's, it's not common at all the fact is usually when there is a second round it's usually something where everybody has to go in at the same time it's usually not this way so i'm pretty sure it was just an oversight by production and you're right they did get the shitty end of the stick but at the same time they make the rules, and you kind of just got to roll with it. Nobody told you to suck so bad. So, moving on. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So, this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's Most Dangerous Podcast. Fessy, Melissa, and Kyle take the second spot at 7 and 9. But here comes Corey, Swaggy, and D, And they go 9 for 9. They kill the whole thing off top. Pink dust everywhere, hit the target. Next one, boom, pink dust everywhere, hit the target. We're hitting the target every single time. All I want to see is pink dust on this target and my dreams and for the rest of my life. My favorite moment from that was watching the energy that Swaggy C was able to bring. Oh, man, I love to see it. I love to see it. I was really feeling the energy. Who was your favorite people coming out of this this daily, coming out of this win? Who was you feeling? Who was you not feeling? Bananas. Uh, I was impressed with Fessy the most, I feel like. I feel like he killed it. I think even though he didn't win, I just feel like the way he, he's definitely the, he's like the rookie that like everyone's like looking up after. And he's playing this game like, like a vet. Like everyone's looking at him the same way they used to look at CT in his prime. So that's like really impressive. I mean, no no rookie has gotten this many compliments already, and that's definitely something to say. Compliments but. isn't going to get you a championship, but I do think he did come in on a leg up. I think as soon as he came in, people were just like, that's somebody who you're going to have to watch out for. And unfortunately, this is a season where you probably don't want your enemies or the best going into elimination. This whole thing is upside down. Becky? I mean, I got to agree. I really... Uh, loved Fessy, and I think he just did such a good job. And I think overall, he's having a great season so far. And if he continues to play this way, I think he's going to go super far. Um, I loved Swaggy, and I fe- and I loved Corey, which is rare for me. 
but they worked together as a team so well. It was just, they worked and I loved it. Corey, Swaggy, and D, they get the win. Corey is going back into the tribunal. Good for him. Now, the first thing that came to my mind when I saw that, I was just like, oh, this is going to be great for Swaggy because Jen already came off as weak, so she's most likely going to get voted in by the group. You're in the tribunal. Dude, put your girl in. This will be a great time for Bailey to go in and earn that red skull. Let's see how that shakes up. I just didn't think he had much pull in the game right then and there. There's D and um, Corey, who have way more pull. They do, than... but they're in the tribunal. At this point, they're all, you know, three sides of the same coin. I mean, Fessy was, uh, not Fessy, I mean, sorry, Swaggy was seen more concerned with keeping Bailey out of elimination versus putting her in. So his mindset was, because he did say outright, he's like, I need to protect Bailey to make sure she doesn't get thrown in. So... Well, yeah, but the thing about it is, now that they know the rules of the game, uh, you got to get it thrown in. And it seems like Jen, you know, this will be the perfect time to get somebody who you want to get, to get thrown in. So the tribunal meets up, and once again, D is banking on Jen being voted in. Jenny approaches D and Corey and lets them know they want to go in. Jenny is able to earn D's trust that she's going to take care of that for her. Big T also wants in, but it's a crying shame that no one gives a fuck about what Big T wants. Poor Big T. I love her. She really wants to go back in and prove herself. I don't even think it's about getting a red skull. I think she just wants to go back and win an elimination to prove to everybody that she's not weak. Honestly, I think Big T versus Jen today would have been a lot more entertaining. Way more entertaining. But before we get into the tribunal nominations, we come upon probably my favorite scene from the whole episode and that's bananas and Wes being I'm, i mean i don't even know what i don't even know how to describe them they <laughs> they decide to help jenny comes up with a speech for how she's going to keep her ass out of elimination how are you feeling right now i'm scared why because i don't know what's going to Happen. What do you want to happen? I don't want to be put up, and I don't want Tribunal to pick me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I just want to stay and play. Jen, do you have a speech prepared? Because you probably should. Just in case. You need a speech. Yeah, you need I'm a speech. I'm thinking of it in my brain you right should. now. Be like, listen, this morning was a miniature final, and I got last place. I didn't get last. Okay, stop. You say that, even if it's not true, even, but it's probably, it's a little true. It's kind of true. I should be writing this down. You should. Well, let's make Hold sure on. that it's, wait, but let's. Hold on, I'll be back. Dude, if she pulls out the Peepus paper and reads it. It'd be incredible. Wes is a showman, like myself. <laughs> we see this very one-sided nomination about to go down, but let's have some fun. Let's take something that is going to be very mundane and monotonous and predictable. And ruin it for no reason. You say, I am a stock. When my stock price will be at its highest is when you're running against me in the final and you win a million dollars because I get last place. And so if you send me in now, you won't get to cash in when my price is the highest. And then say, we ride together, we, we die together. together. Yeah, no, not die, died. Oh. I don't think that Jen actually understands what is happening to her right now. It's basically like, we're giving her a roadmap that leads directly off of a cliff into a pit of sharks and broken glass. 
We ride together. I'll let you steal all my money together later at the final. Yeah. First off, you want to go into elimination. And guess what? Beggars can't be choosers. If you're in a shitty position and you're going in, you got to look at that as an opportunity. Getting thrown in is not the worst thing that can happen to you now. Now, the worst thing that can happen to you is not getting thrown into elimination. And when it comes to eliminations, you are going to want to go in early. The earlier you go, the more options you have for who you get to face. But whoever is going against Jen, and whoever is going against Jen is going to end up on top. So, um, Bananas and Wes helps Jen come up with a speech to keep her out. <laughs> what did you guys make of this whole entire scene? This whole entire ridiculous scene? Bananas. TV gold. It was just so entertaining. Like, just, just seeing Wes and Bananas getting along on the same screen, that's just, like, rare to begin with. And I hope we see a lot more of it while we can, because who knows when this will happen ever again. <laughs> but that whenever that films but i mean just just this, the way the both of them were just toying with um uh jen it was just too funny like the two masterminds of the show combining forces and just like messing with her head and just playing her the whole time like come on that's it's it's a just nightmare. fantastic becky oh my god i was like when she's like oh my god i should be writing this down shouldn't i i was like are you kidding me are you are you actually taking them seriously right now <laughs> i was like are you I... go home you're so, so slow like and they were literally making fun of her the entire time i was like how could you be so gullible but damn wow they played her they're evil you know this is just the combination that i think everybody likes to see is just seeing two people who just love to fuck with other people and they're just clearing the road <laughs> tyler this was a small town girl moving to a big city and like her first weekend just gets everything is just like thrown at her and she doesn't know what to do. Here's my thing. I'm actually really, I, I, the moment was great. I'm kind of mad at MTV's casting because Jen was only cast to be a counterfeit for, or a counterpoint for D and to be bait for Rogan to give us a quick little storyline. I think we could have had better competitors brought into the show. And it was just the whole time I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This, she does not belong. She didn't belong, in my opinion. No. Um, the thing that irritated me about this is just how out of her element and how she wasn't able to adapt to her situation. I never thought that she would be that, I, you know, that, that somebody would just pull a quick one on her like that. I was actually surprised. Like, are you really that dumb? Are you just playing dumb? Uh, are you looking for TV time? Like, why is this still happening? Why is this still going on? And then she gets into nominations and does it. Like, like a, all she did was just play herself. And even worse, she dropped her stock even more. Like, if you thought she was a clown before, she looks like a clown now. It was, yes, it was mean, but in a very lighthearted way. The, 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 you know, the classic pranks that goes on in the challenge. This is pretty vanilla. Um, I can't believe this actually happened. She can't adapt. The challenge is not for her. If she gets a call back, I, I don't know no, what they're I'm doing. I'm not saying she shouldn't get another chance. I, 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 I'm, I'm all for second chances. But we've seen better competitors not get them. That's just a bad rookie performance. Like, it's... 
especially now when you're the casting pool is so big. I just don't see her getting a callback. Like, I just don't. Asaph, yes. Jen, no. You're 100% right, because now that the casting pool is so big, a lot of people are, are going to be jumping up for those spots. You can see it on Twitter right now. We could all, everybody can spot it. Hey, I was on a challenge four seasons ago. Let me try to make some noise with some guys on now so I can get on next season. And, and as soon as it happens, they call him out on it. Trying to get a callback for the challenge, aren't you? Makes him look sad, even though that's not always, that's not always the case. But let's go ahead and move on to the nominations. Okay, interesting enough, Jen decides to um, start off with a speech. I think this time we should run this meeting like a board meeting, okay? And we have our chairman of the board here, Wes Bergman, who has a docket, and he's gonna be keeping minutes. So, uh, Wes, you wanna take the floor? Minutes is notes, it's a protocol, it's a list of things we're gonna be talking about. On the docket, we have a speech from Jen. <gasps> um, hello. Greetings, Earthlings. I, I mean, anytime you start off a speech with Earthlings, I think you should you might as well just end it right there. It's obviously no secret that most people think I'm the weakest one, but I don't think that's necessarily the worst thing. Jen is giving her speech, and she called herself weak. I mean, who calls himself weak? Even if you are, don't let them know you are. I feel like I'm like a stock or an investment. When Watch. you're running a final, wouldn't you rather beat me and win a million dollars than beat you all your other friends? <laughs> it's also <laughs> my rookie season. Everyone's experienced their rookie season. Jen gives arguably one of the worst speeches in nomination history. Obviously, because Wes wrote it. Jen would have been better off if she acted naive and was humble. More than likely, if I'm thrown in and voted in now, Tribunal is going to pick one of you super strong ladies to go against me. And I just feel like, I just feel like it should be rookie to rookie and not me against someone. Get up, Jen. Come on. This poor girl. I don't know who gave her the speech, but she messed it up. My rookie season, I got eliminated first girl. I wasn't like, oh, I'm a rookie, it's not fair. I have to go up against these strong girls. And I didn't try to make up any excuses. I'm starting this off. I'm voting for Jen. Wes basically throws me under the bus. After he told me the speech to say, like, he's such an asshole. Fessy, who you got? Ben. For Jen. 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 Five. Jen. Jen. So uh, that speech didn't go well. Wes immediately <laughs> calls out Jen for which she wasn't too happy about. Uh, it is almost completely unanimous that that Jen is going in. Big T uh, definitely checks her after this speech, which I thought was another great moment. And we got to see some Big T. Always good to see. Um, Rogan didn't vote her way, and, and it was just so fucking, so fucking obvious. And CT threw Big T a bone, because they have a bond from being on the same team as last year. I don't think there's really any debate about Jen being the right person to go into elimination at this time. You showed us what you got, and it was trash, and I think everybody can agree on that. Any detractors? 
um so actually real quick i have tea so during the um episode i was also watching uh johnny bananas twitch stream because of him doing the episode and basically he told like people who are watching that the order that they said it wasn't the order that was filmed you know what i'm trying to say so like west was first but actually bananas went second so it was jen and big t's those two names are thrown off right off the bat and um do you remember the clip when they're making the letter for jen all those guys in their room were supposed to vote for a different girl but once i guess like three people voted jen in a row that all those guys just like chickened out and voted for jen yeah but i, I think jen was going to go in anyway uh, one of the, no, so one of the I, biggest but... things she did was, you know, piss off a lot of the girls in the house with her performance, so. And she pretty much called herself weak, and in this game, being weak, that's, oh, that's an easy win for me. Might as well go against you. Speaking of going against each other, right after the nominations, Dee and Jen get into it, and there are some wild accusations being thrown. Any ideas? Um, I have a couple ideas. Okay. Yeah. I just hate that two beautiful women are against each other. Can we not do that? I'm fine. I'm not against anyone. I never had a problem with you. I even sat I with you twice and talked to you yeah. and said, yo, like girl code. But after I heard you campaigning against me and talking, what was I saying? What did Whatever. I say? Specifically, what did I say? You it doesn't matter. Oh, girl, don't wake up that tiger. I'm just trying to eat my Cheerios. Um, the things you're campaigning against me. Like, what specifically did I say? Because when I spoke about you, I said, listen, I'm not going to be the girl's best friend if she's going to flirt with Rogan. That's just the way it I is. told you it, it was wasn't going to. Rogan, what the f*** you got down there? A golden penis? This is f***ing me, man. Whatever. Let me eat my dinner. Oh, wow. Rogan is loving life right now. He has two hotties fighting about him slash over him. Yeah, she I has the balls to say behind my back. She can say it to my I'm face. I'm not saying behind my back. You, you are. are. You're like, oh, Dee's going around complaining against me. You saying are. What? You saying are. what? Just throw me in. Well, I, d I didn't need to, babe. The whole house did. Honey, girl code is over. I don't even care if Rowan talks to me. If anything, I'm gonna let him talk to me and I'm gonna make sure that she sees it. I'm not against you, babe. I have nothing wrong like against you. Then why you do you watch me in my sleep? What the f I First off, let me point out, Queen Bailey tried to dead the beef between them. That's, that, that's what a queen she is and, and how she supports other women. So hats off to Queen Bailey for that. But, um, you know, there's these accusations of D watching Jen sleep. And even worse, it looks to be true. And just all of this craziness and, and Jen's demeanor. What did you make of this battle, Becky? Well, from what I heard, it wasn't true. Uh, a bunch of girls came forward and were like, how, number one, how would you know if she watched you while you were sleeping? You're sleeping. Like, did you just open your eyes and just see her there? But either way, if somebody is claiming that someone's watching you while you sleep, you better have some sort of proof on that. But the video that they showed of Dee, she was literally getting ready for bed. She was laying down and putting on her mask. She wasn't like leering over Jen's bed. So I think it was just her trying to get some screen time because she knew she was probably going home and she knew Dee hated her. So she was making up shit. Um, the whole Jen and Dee thing, I, I just don't. It's just weird. Like. Nothing 
Jen and Rogan didn't even like happen yet. They didn't like hook up or anything. They were just talking. And Dia just being jealous. Also going on is Tori tries to slide up to D because she wants in. She sees the way it's going. She's seeing that Jen is going to go in. She wants that easy red skull. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Jenny is my number one girl, as she also has put her hand up for nominations. You know, we're all looking out for each other, the three yeah, of us. Yeah. So, so because I really said that to her before I even spoke to about all of them. Yeah. Like, before we even thought, like, the both of you wanted to go in, like, even before we started the game. Obviously, I'm going to have to back Jenny up and give her top priority because she is my number one girl, and Tori can have second pick. I get where you and Jordan are coming from. You have to play your game when you made your promises the way you made them. You know, like I said, I made them coming in too. Now, Dee reassures her that they're on the same team and they work together, but she doesn't make any promises to Tori. Later on, Tori spills the beans to Jordan and Jordan gets tight. I'm nervous that I'm not going to be able to go. I'm not going to be the first girl to get the option to go in tonight against Jen because D, because D said to me that Jenny's her number one and she made a promise to Jenny. And I was just like, no, 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 that is false. D talked to us in Thailand. We won her a quarter of a million dollars. If she wants to go this way, uh-huh. I'm done working for her. Okay. Because this, to me, is a signifier. D is just kind of doing this whole West game of I'm going to promise everyone everything, and then when my chickens come to roost, I'll just pick the best ones. The only person that owes anything to Jen is Corey. Corey. Because Corey said he'd get her from the first yeah. tribune. I know. So D needs to get her priorities straight. Should I just pull her to the side right now, or do you want to do it first? Yeah, you can grab her. I'll be here. I 100% feel like D owes me from last season. I mean, I helped them win that money. And I was the only person on Team UK that wasn't able to complete the final and make the money. Let's go in here, Dave. <laughs> Jordan claims that him and Tori won her the money and that she needs to be more grateful. Uh, <laughs> Tori runs back, and of course she starts off with the, hey, I'm not trying to threaten you, which means I'm trying to threaten you. And D stands firm. She's already made the deal with Jenny. Tori is just going to have to wait. What did you make of Jordan and Tori's behavior during this exchange? Tyler. I, I mean, it makes sense to me. If 
Like Jordan doesn't have a lot of alliances with other females. It's normally just whoever he's kind of either dating or something like that. That's about it. So it's him and his fiance. And the fact that he was saying he was going to work with D and if he's working with D he's working with Wes, that's a pretty big move because Jordan and Wes don't work together. You know, I, I understand why he's upset and anybody can say, and we're going to keep going back and forth about this. So that's why I'm trying not to talk about it, but they did bring her to that final. They did get her there. Uh, you know, she was the fifth man on the team up until the final puzzle. And that's the one thing she did better than people. That's it. And so, you know, I, I feel like they should feel that they deserve to have a bone thrown their way. But I mean, if she guaranteed Jenny that she would give her her way, then you can't do nothing about it. See, but the thing is, Jordan and Tori didn't even come over to Team UK until more than halfway of the season. And, and D was holding it down on Team UK. They came over on the team, they were on the same team, but they wasn't working together up until the final. So Tori is saying how, you know, Jordan is saying how Tori brought it to the final. Bitch, you ain't bring yourself. So what are you talking about? She, she wasn't eating crickets. She didn't have to swim across to the boat. You were still on the beach. And there was still more work to be done. So did they help? Yes. Would D have won a final without them? Probably not. But you know what? They put themselves in a position where they got isolated on Team US and had to come to Team UK. So they put themselves in a bad situation where they were forced to switch teams to get the win. And guess what? D was there. So I don't think D owes them jack shit. Becky. I can understand where they would think that, hey, we worked, we were on the same team last year. Even if it was halfway through, they still were on a team together and they still did win that final, which does create bonds. You know, hey, we won a final together. But if D had already commented with Jen and said, you are my number one. And if you want to go into elimination, I am sending you into elimination because that's what you want. She already made promises. If she breaks a promise, it's bad on her word, and then everybody will think she's a liar. So I understand where Dee's coming from because she doesn't want that reputation. So at this point, I think Dee was stuck between a rock and a hard place, and she made the right choice in sticking with her word. Well said. Antonio? Um, yeah, I, I see where both sides are coming from, but I think Dee said it, you know, just flat out. I mean, she's aligned with both Tori and Jenny, but... Jenny is her number one, Tori is her number two. You're going to save your number one before you save your number two. So I, ha I agree with you on this one. Let's go ahead and move into this tribunal. D spills the tea to Swaggy and Corey, and Corey automatically feels some kind of way because um, Jordan was so butthurt about the loss that he couldn't put his personal feelings to the side and congratulate the tribunal on their win, which is the same thing that they tore up Cara Maria for last season. And those same people are quiet now. So if you're listening to this and you felt some kind of way about Cara not congratulating Jordan and wedding, and you're not saying nothing now, you're face when you get a chance. First off, and then in fact, before. <laughs> <gasps> uh, I'm going to hell for laughing so at that. 
Wrong. And this is what's something you cannot say oh, when we're will, live. And I know he is. <laughs> I am. I am so afraid. He's so. I'm will. so afraid of when we go live. So fucking afraid. No filter. Back to it. She spills the beans, Corey. Corey feels some kind of way to think he's a sore loser because he is. They pick Jenny, Big T, and Tori, which I think are the three best choices, unless you're Swaggy. Swaggy, where's your pool? Why is Bailey not in this? Why is Tori and Jenny in this? One of them got to go. And who's putting Big T up? Bailey should be in this conversation. Do you guys feel like Swaggy C failed and looking out for Bailey? When it came to this tribunal, Antonio. Honestly, I just think um, Swaggy and Corey both like just failed this tribunal. I think D just said, "All right, I'm putting these two up, and if they both don't want to go in, I'm going with BT." I just think before going into it, she probably said, "Oh, it's a female day. You know, I'm the only female here. Whatever I want should go." And I think just Corey and Swaggy just let it ride. I but knowing how Swaggy is very verbal and vocal about everything. I'm surprised he wouldn't have said something if that is what Bailey wanted to do. Maybe Bailey wasn't ready to go into elimination. She just didn't want to do it yet, or she didn't want to go against Jen. There's any number of reasons why he wouldn't have put Bailey up, and he probably talked about it with her. Um, Tori and the other two, I mean, I get it, because all of them were very vocal about wanting to go into this elimination. Big T made this very well known, and so did uh, Tori. And so did Jenny. So I think that's why they were chosen, because they were very verbal about wanting to go up. All right, Tyler, in your opinion, is D running this show? Is D the one with the clout now? I mean, it feels like it. I mean, she feels like she's she has totally asserted herself on a pedestal right now. I'm not saying it's not deserving. Like she has been she's been doing very well since she came into the show. You know, she has had back to back top two finishes in the both the dailies. And, you know, she, I. I Maybe maybe she should be there. Uh, I I want to talk about this a little bit later and everything, but I think I think everybody voted wrong the entire episode. I think everybody's playing this game wrong. I don't think anybody has the right <laughs> strategy right now, and everybody's thinking too short term and not thinking long term. That's the problem. I agree with you one hundred percent, and I I know you look at this game a lot differently than everybody else, but I definitely feel where you're coming from. It, it seems like nobody has really quite figured it out yet. And I think that's I think that's by design, by production, because even as of right now, why this tribunal is having, they don't have all the information. Let's go ahead and move on to when Tori is boarding. Can I just ask you something, though? Like, I know that with you and Jordan, you guys come with a lot of friends as well. So I don't know where do we stand on that? Do we is yeah. it us first, them first or whoever? No. So in this game, the slate is clean for me. Mm -hmm. Everything that's happening right now, you guys are top of my list because you've looked out for me. Even putting me here means the world to me. So I would return that favor to you. But if you put me in, I will fight literally every week to return that favor. So if you just said this, the slate's clean. So why would Jordan be upset if I put in Jenny? Instead of me? Mm -hmm. Because Jordan ran a final with you and helped you in $250,000. You didn't run that final with Jenny. You mm -hmm. ran that final with Jordan. I and you ran that. that final with me. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So I think that, yeah, the slate's clean yeah. in terms of making deals this yeah. season. But that doesn't mean you should forget how much work people have done for you in the past. Rebuttal, though, we didn't work together until the final. You never worked with Jenny either. N yeah, but the I, entire season you voted her in. Yeah, I get that. But this season, the only people that I said promises to or whatever is Jenny. And me. 
I didn't. I Last never shook your hand though. Did we? Did we shake did hands? Did you not say? Did you not say we are on each other's top of each other's list? Yeah, we are. Yeah. But she is top before you. Okay, for me, Jenny is the one that. And I don't want to yeah. take that from her. She's my friend too. Ultimately, I just want to go in, get mine, yeah. and then I will literally work my ass off this entire scene okay, to help you guys. And you we know? respect that. Yeah. Is that all? Do you have anything to say? No. Thank you, guys. Basically, you know that Jordan's gonna gun for you. Yeah. We're still sticking to the plan, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, we're still. My yeah. plan didn't change, but. Yeah. Well, let's go, guys. Uh, she is coming off entitled as fuck. I mean, you think Jordan can be fucking entitled? At least he has three championships, a shitload of finals, and the efficiency of of soon becoming one of the challenge greats. I mean, when it's all said and done, he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But Tori is not. Who played who? Was it Tory approaching the tribunal the incorrect way, or was the tribunal just prepared to hear all of this bullshit and knew how to counter? Tyler. No, I mean, I, I don't think Tory approached us the wrong way. I don't think Tory is putting herself on a pedestal. I think, I think Tory had the most to offer the tribunal because she's not just offering herself to save you, who she's a top five girl in the house. She's offering Jordan to save you. If I'm going to take an odds of Tory, Jenny, and Jordan on who's going to win a daily, it's more likely going to be Tori or Jordan than it will be just Jenny. I'm just saying I would take those odds. I would take the numbers. That's a way better offer than Jenny's offer of we're friends. I'm, I'm loyal. But is she loyal, though? Because loyalty stabbed her in the back last season. So maybe she's just being holding up the front right now. I wouldn't trust somebody that says they're loyal after they got backstabbed. See, the only problem I have with that is Jordan isn't good with working with teams. Who has he ever taken? To the final, who has he ever linked up with in the first one to five episodes? He says, I got you the whole time. I'm taking you to the final. That's not Jordan's game, though. Marlon. But that's <laughs> not Jordan's a, game. That doesn't Jordan's count. Jordan's not the one to do that. If that's not Jordan's game, you sitting here promising something we ain't never seen. Okay. That, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I, can I add some more to this? So uh, I'm... I... <laughs> Go ahead. Spit it out. You locked out for a second. Tyler. Can you freeze? Perfect timing. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Tyler. Hold on, hold on. You shut your fucking horn mouth. All right, so back. It's so <laughs> sorry. mean. It's, it's, it's lagging. All right, I'll just add on to it. Okay, you go ahead. Realistically, realistically, I'm back. I'm back. Okay, free agents. Free agents. If he didn't have the connection with Johnny Riley, Johnny Riley wouldn't have made it as far as he did in that game. You know, so he helped Marlon get to a final in the first season. He helped Johnny Riley get to the to a final next season. He helped Sarah win a final. Riley had Zach um, though. I'm trying to think. And, and there's he helped Johnny Riley get to no. <laughs> the draw has kept Johnny Riley out of the out of uh, eliminations. He wasn't even a top person that people were even talking about ever. I'm just saying his connection. Jordan was his boy. Jordan went home he early. He didn't go after him, but Jordan didn't really do anything that directly benefited Johnny Riley. He was a shield. He was a shield for him. He stood in the way of anybody else tar targeting or attacking him. That is still a strategy. It's not a strategy in the challenge. It's more of a survivor thing, but it you is a strategy. You can't bring someone to the final if you got bounced out in episode seven. Becky. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, what was the original question? I'm sorry, I got distracted with all this number it's, of things. You hate Jordan. Say something about Jordan that you hate. <laughs> it's, what did you make of Tori's demeanor 
during this tribunal? I mean, I think that she had valid points because Jordan, as much as I don't like him, is an amazing competitor. He is literally good at almost everything. So you look at him and you go, okay, that's a positive person to have in my corner. But the way she approached it was wrong. She basically said, we will fuck you over if you do not help us. And that was her entire demeanor that entire time, which was extraordinarily entitled. Uh, not the Tory I know from way back in the day. She has definitely changed the way her attitude has been. Mm. Um, and I don't like it. But, I mean, I get where she was trying to use it in the right way. She just, the execution was wrong. You are 100% on the dot. Tori did all of that work last season. And don't get me wrong. She was the workhorse. Her and Jordan, she kicked major ass. And no matter how hard she went, she still came up short. I think she does have a little bit of bitterness hanging over. She, she came up short and she's mad about how things went down. And when she approaches tribunal, the claws came out. But that's what she fucked up at because the claws should have been came out. If you're going to threaten D, fucking threaten her. Don't hide in the locker and laugh it off. Ha 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 ha. If you're going to threaten somebody, fucking threaten her. She came in half assed and that's why she got and, and that's why she got flung around in this tribunal and she's not going to get what she wants. I do see what Tyler was saying in um in D's eyes. I do think um I'm sorry, in uh Corey and Swaggy's eyes. I think Jordan has more to offer for the both of them than Jordan has to offer with D. Because I think Jenny overall is a better competitor than Tori is, despite what happened in the Hall Brawl. With that being said, I think so. I do think D made the right choice for herself by going with Jenny, but Swaggy and Corey made the wrong choice. They should have went with Tori. They would probably benefit more, but I think Swaggy just totally dropped the ball by not even advocating for his girl to get in on what is to be a sure win. Before we head to Purgatory, D runs to Wes, and Wes helps her strategize. Let's get to business. Who are we voting in? So for me, though, I'm in a bit of a difficult situation because Jenny has approached me and said she wants to go in. Tori has come up to me and said, can you please put me in? Big T allows us to stall a little bit longer. Exactly what I'm thinking. Exactly. So it, so it, it buys us a little bit of time to... Uh, Figure out a plan. Reassess. I feel like we're on shaky ground. My thing is, though, Jenny's my number one girl, and if I do her this favor and to prove to her that I'm that loyal to her, she's going to do me a solid later on. So I think if, it, if we go down and we see it's a physical elimination, we'll put in Jenny. My fear is that Jenny is, am I wrong in saying that Jenny might be able to beat even me in a final? You're not wrong. If Jenny's your number one girl, and then she gets a red skull by taking out the weakest girl here, mm -hmm. does that mean that she then has a free ride to the final? Whoever I send down tonight will come back with a red skull. So I gotta play this very strategically. Okay, so there's no chance that Tori's going in. If it's gonna be some puzzly type thing, we could put in Tori, because we all know she the puzzles. Um, she just needed a strong man to help guide her through another season. Mm. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> he is totally not He's kidding. Not kidding at all. <laughs> no, yes. I actually, I actually been very, I've been very impressed with D this season. I really have. I am. I'm she's turning, been doing well. I mean, if you look at my power rankings, she's saying. she's high up there. 
I was pleased with your power ranking. Let's move on to purgatory. TJ arrives. Tribunal. You interrogated three women. You had Big T, Tori, and Jenny. Well, before I get your votes, listen up. I told you, the tribunal has all the power. And I meant it. Because the tribunal can either vote for one of the people they interrogated to come down here and compete against Jen, or they can volunteer themselves and earn that red skull to qualify for my final. He's got a massive opportunity to go up against Jen, who she's trash-talked this whole time. D, what you got? Now, we got some new information. Fair or foul, where the fuck was that power in week one? Well, they, they didn't know that until after the elimination of week one, so you can't enforce that rule beforehand. If you do, it just kind of, you know, well, th that's what I'm asking. Waste. Is it foul that the week one tribunal didn't have this option? No. no I'm pretty sure fair. anybody would have went down there and be like, I will fuck Jay up. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. I mean, <laughs> D could have done a win. Jen, she didn't. So there's no one to say that um, for the men's elimination. But I do think this twist was should have been implied because um, let's see someone like D, let's just say, wins every single challenge. How does she get into elimination? I think this is a good way to say, hey, you want to? You're in the tribunal. You can volunteer yourself now. So now it doesn't matter what place you come in. If you win, you now have the absolute power to do whatever you want. Right. It doesn't penalize the people who win all the time. Here's the thing. It's, this isn't a new rule. This has always been allowed. People just are cowards and don't vote themselves in when they win. When they win. No, it's, it's always been. They've never said that you can never vote yourself in. They've never said that. It all has to be like, like when, it's, when it's all the groups. When Paulie wanted to go down, it had to be him and his partner had to say yes. Ninja didn't want to go down. So it, it's, all, it's always been happened. People vote themselves into elimination all the time. Okay, when is when is when is TJ said? When is TJ said you're never allowed to vote yourself into elimination if you're the winner? Just let me know. When Paulie said, "Hey, can I just get cowed by myself?" and he goes, "No." Well, the first time Paulie said it, the second time he was all for it. Nah, nah I mean... it was too close to the final to be doing all that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think the reason why they didn't include it last time because they wanted it to be a surprise they didn't want to tell people before the elimination that hey you need to win an elimination to go to the final they wanted that to be the big reveal at the end so i think that's oops sorry that's going to sound in my microphone but uh basically i think that's why they did it this way uh, unfortunately they did it this way because i feel like it should have been done in the beginning um, and then they would have given the tribunal the option to vote themselves in, because I'm sure those boys would have been eager to jump into this. Let's see how the tribunal is going to vote. I'm a woman of my word, and 
and my vote is for the person that I shook hands with. No more. And that's Jenny. I decide to not put myself down for elimination just because I'm not mentally prepared for it. We all know with eliminations, anything can go wrong at any time. And if I was to go home against Jen, I would die of embarrassment. That's interesting. So, D votes for Jenny. D didn't step up today. And she kind of looks weak because she talked all that Now she has an option of going in. She said no? What? All right, so Swaggy C. My vote's for Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. See you in a little bit. And Corey. My vote's for Jenny. She wants it tonight. Let's go, Jenny. I thought the tribunal were going to pick me. In the future, I need to be getting on to every single tribunal because that still gives me a chance in getting that red skull. D votes Jenny. D votes Jenny. Starting off, after getting this newfound information, she still sticks to her word and votes Jenny. Now, that was a bad idea, in my opinion. First off, having this new information, I think is a valid reason to break any deal you already had going on. This is new information, and fuck you. Her still voting in Jenny. Now she looks weak, scared, and stupid. At the same time, voting in Jenny and then fucking Corey and Swaggy C follow suit. They it just all went straight to shit. Granted, they stuck with the plan, but having this new information, D should have went in. She's your rival. Your man is trying to fuck her. And you got a chance to go down there and put hands on somebody. Not literally, but in the elimination style. How did you guys feel about D throwing caution to the wind and sticking with a word and voting in Jenny? Becky. I honestly think that Jenny wouldn't have been upset or even Tori. Anybody would be upset because, I mean, it is her rival. It's kind of like when you look at people saying, you know, I hate you. Like what Jordan did. He put himself into elimination to take out bananas because they hated each other in free agents. You respect it. That's something there. So I don't think Jenny would have cared. What I think Dee got scared because she has seen people lose for different reasons in these eliminations, and she wasn't prepared mentally for it. Um, she was also in street clothes. So I just think that maybe she was like, I'm not ready for this. And hungover, uh, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she had no idea she was going to be in this. Maybe she just wasn't mentally there, physically, emotionally. And, you know, I understand why she did it. I think it was stupid because this elimination was a cakewalk. Um, not like it was a hall brawl or anything. So I think that it was dumb, but I understand why. Um, you mentioned how she was in street clothes. Actually, another thing that was mentioned on the Bananas Twitch stream during the episode, uh, production told Dee to wear her uniform under her street clothes before they even announced it. And they, you see later on in the season that they tell basically everyone like who's in the tribunal, if you have to mail a female day, they tell them to wear their uniforms under their street clothes, just in case if they get, if they want to volunteer. I think they know now, if, if you're in the tribunal, I think it's going to be a lot less about 
who you voting in, I think it's going to be a fight of who's going to go win amongst the tribunal for the most part. Yeah, um, I just have a question, though. Um, were Corey and Swaggy, were they allowed to vote for D or D only had a volunteer? Oh, that's a good question. Because you can easily be screwed over. I think they said you can volunteer yourself. I don't think they said anything about the tribunal voting in somebody. Okay. I think if you're in the tribunal, you have to vote yourself in. Gotcha. I think also, if you think about it, there if you're in the tribunal together, you're working as a group. So I think that they would ex they would think that the other people would support and back you up. I just want to see like a, the next guys elimination challenge and there's two guys in the tribunal and they both want to volunteer i want to see how that works out that is going to be interesting that's, yeah that's gonna yeah. that's gonna be something tyler what do you think do you think d looked scared stupid and weak for 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 sticking with the plan i think she came off as 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 very weak now i'm gonna believe what west tweeted that um that she was hungover, and i think that could have messed with her what I think, here's my thing. What I think is the biggest mess up here is the fact that she talked so much smack towards Jen the entire time. And then everybody was talking about how Jen was so weak. I don't think Jen should have been voted into elimination. I think that was the dumbest thing the whole house could have done. I think all the females are still lacking in the strategy compartment right now. And they, they're just wanting to beat the weakest person. Um, but D herself, I don't know. If you, here's the thing. You didn't know what that contraption was. You had no idea. Maybe it had nothing to do with strength. You don't know. Once, once, the, once she says no and they explain the rules, then it's like an, oh, man, I should have. But until then, you don't know what the game is, I guess, in her defense. Okay, so Tyler, who do you think they should have voted, voted in then? They should have voted in somebody strong so they don't have to run against them in a final. It's easy. The person they voted for was somebody out of the Holy Trinity. Jenna, Kayla, or Nani. They are veterans. They can hold their own more than a lot of the other girls. Don't get for the females. They need to be looking to break that up as soon as humanly possible. And I think Kayla would be the one. Kayla or Jenna would be the easiest picks because they've had the most time I mean, off. Just look at the female cast, though. Besides Anani and Anissa, none of them are really like seasoned vets. No, no, no. We've said time and time again that the casting on the female side this season is weak. Is a little bit more towards the, towards weaker. But they are all very, very pretty. So they got that going for them. <laughs> and Kayla has a terrible elimination record from what I remember. Mm. She doesn't do well. No, no. I think no. she has a pretty solid I think one. she's like five she's and two like, or something like that. Yeah, around that. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, okay, she went, she went one and one on her first season. On Dirty 30, she went two and oh. So that's three. And then she's four and one. Yeah, she's four and one, ah. and her only elimination she lost was that was that truck push against Sylvia, which had nothing to do with athletic skill. I mean, it kind of did, but it was more. Oh, yeah. uh, she lost to Marie. Lies. She lost to Marie mm. in the bag. No, thing. she beat the Marie. No, no, that was the first elimination. Oh, she did beat Marie. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Marie actually gave her that win. I forgot. Yeah, Marie in the yeah, fucking basket. Right. Yeah, that's right. Love War Challenges podcast, the only podcast blocked by Marie. <laughs> <laughs> like we give a fuck all right let's go ahead and move on to this elimination this elimination is going to be called flip a row of barrels over is it not called that <laughs> i don't i don't know what it's called i, I don't missed know it. what it's called either tj levin what is it called yeah tonight you're playing flip the switch 
can see behind me, there's a hallway of barrels on poles. There are 10 of them for each of you. To begin, you're gonna start at this first barrel. And when I say go, you're gonna flip the barrel up and over so it lands on your opponent's side. You're gonna do this all the way down the line until you get to the end. First person to get all those barrels flipped, flip the switch at the end, will win tonight's elimination round and earn that red skull, which will qualify them for my final. Got it? Yeah. Good luck. The girls have to go down a row and flip barrels over. It, it really reminds me of the elimination between Casey and Susie in the ruins where they had to kick the sticks. It's kind of the, it's kind of the same mechanism, but let's be serious. This was a fucking flawless victory for Jenny. It wasn't even close. There's really nothing to talk about. Jenny went in there and smoked her like we all knew what was going to happen. It wasn't even a surprise. The only surprise was how fucking fast that it was over. We knew it was going to be fast. We knew it was going to be dominant. We knew who was going to win, but somehow still shocking. And Jenny is racking herself up a pretty decent elimination record. She is now two and one, which is a better ratio than Johnny Bananas. So she has that going for her, which is nice. What did you guys make of this elimination? Like there's anything to fucking talk about it, Antonio? I mean... <sighs> just complete dominance i mean if you just saw what it was i don't even know like there's nothing really to say about it no jenny just, just no. destroyed jen that's pretty much it uh jenny's two and one except for she uh only go only beats people that are extremely weaker than her uh whenever it comes up to somebody that's a, a challenge for her she kind of uh cowers and crumples down into the ground after getting hit um I'm going to record this because you're going to regret saying that. This is what I see. Jenny is going to fucking destroy somebody in this game. It's going going to be somebody. I don't know who, but she's going to fuck somebody (laughs) up because she has some shit. That that Tory shit, she got to get out of her system. She needs, she's going to hit, something's going to happen. I don't know when. I don't know what exactly is going to be, but Jenny's going to fucking fuck somebody up. And when she does... And when she does, I'll give, I'll give her credit. It's, it's, here's my, here's my thing. Some people like to go into elimination against people they know they can beat and they like to fluff up their record and make it easy. And that's, that's cool. That's the point of the game, I guess. But I like people that like to stare everybody down and say, I'll go against anybody. And so when Jenny does that and goes against somebody that I think is a legit challenge and not just somebody that was brought in to hook up with Rogan, I'll take it more, more serious. Wow. Claws really came out there. <laughs> I mean, good Becky. Jenny. Oh. Uh, it's just, it was boring. It was uneventful. Jenny dominated as she should in this event. And I just was the worst elimination I've seen in a while. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen one that bad. Probably Marie in a basket. That's probably the worst one. Marie in a fucking basket. Jesus Christ. All right, I'm, I have a question for you guys real quick. I, I'm probably going to just hate myself for asking, but what do you think was was longer, CT and Banana's backpack or this, or this one? That, that's 18 uh, seconds, right? This one. I think, yeah, 19 seconds, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, 19 seconds. This one was probably diff- definitely longer. Yeah, this probably took like a solid minute. Oh, yeah, she was doing that shit one-handed too. Jesus. It's like, boom, boom, I, I think it took boom. less than a minute, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, probably, yeah. At least, like, 35 seconds tops. I don't even think she broke a sweat. 
Like she was just like da da da. I mean, her, her confessional <laughs> after she was like full of breath, like she wasn't like nothing. And she didn't really try. That's yeah. why. That's her thing, upper body. All right, that's gonna close us out for season thirty-five, episode two of the challenge, Total Madness. Now, before we get out of here, we have to break down the extremely super shitty power rankings made by our one and only <laughs> Tyler Louder. My favorite part. I have so much wrong with this. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but you're probably one of those people that only does it based on the week. You don't carry it over. So No, uh, I, people got bumped up for no reason whatsoever. Okay, calm down. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. So, I'm going to break down the top 10. At number 10, we have Tori moving up five spots. CT comes in at number nine, dropping the most at six. Johnny Bananas, number eight, in the same place. Jordan moves up four spots. It takes number seven. As number six, we got Fessy. Five, we have Wes. At four, we have Rogan dropping three spots. And for three, two, and one, we have Corey, D, and Jenny, who takes the top spot. All right, Antonio. If you had to take one person and move them around, who would it be? Where did Tyler fuck this up at? Wes. Why is Wes moving up four spots when he didn't win today's challenge? He had, what, you're going to move up four spots for him and Bananas making a note with Jen? Then why is it Bananas moving up because they did it together? Wes, he didn't do much this episode. Besides a note with the letter with Jen, we haven't seen Wes. I just don't know why he moved up that much. Real quick, he had a whole section where he was mentoring D, and he had way more camera time than Bananas. But so there's that. He also made it to the second portion where of Bananas this daily. Make. So there's that. I, I just don't know. He he moved up on a stacked team. That's like saying the Patriots are going to win every year. That's a given. You don't you shoot. But they didn't okay. win the second All right. so that's like saying uh, the best team of the division is going on. they didn't win going against the New York Giants. Okay. It's like saying the Patriots <laughs> are going to win the division every year, which they do. When you have a team that <laughs> good. You win the division with the fucking hey, Dolphins. I'm a Jets fan, so watch out. <laughs> it's the Jets shit. That's Jets. So I'm just saying, when, you, when you're, when you're given a stacked team, when you're given a stacked team, you don't get rewarded for, you don't get praised for winning that much. Really? Because Brady got six six rings in a fucking parade. So but I think it he does did count. it over the span uh, of. Becky, how do you feel? <laughs> Becky, how do you feel about these shitty ratings? I mean, actually, I, I don't mind it. I, I think, yeah, no, I actually like where everybody's placed in the top 10. I think everybody who moved up deserved to move up and everybody who moved down deserved to lose their spots. Uh, so maybe Johnny should have gotten a little bit more credit for helping with the note, but he really was in a part of this episode. So I, I don't see how he could have moved up at all. Why Jordan? Four spots, I think he should have moved up at least two at most. I think stage two really brought him down more. And then the stage two and then him and Tori fighting with D should have brought him down in alliance numbers. So that's not really helping his game out. So I think Jordan and Wes should have been like one or two numbers lower. But it gave him interview time and screen time. But he's losing numbers. For me, it's going to be the number 10 spot. You had Tori at 15. 
Now she's number 10. All she did was not threaten somebody properly. Like, <laughs> she didn't really win anything. She didn't get what she wanted. Didn't even, she couldn't even get herself thrown into elimination. Like, she did nothing right. So, what the fuck, Tyler? Okay. Um, let's, I, I don't know who I should break down first. Let's go in reverse order. So, Tori. Um, I just think Tori got like top five camera time, even though she didn't do that great in the daily. She was constantly on our cameras from start to finish. And now we have a storyline going forward because she's sitting here when no other girl is trying to help out D get over this guy. And then D goes, nah, you're, you're second rate to me, which now oh, creates shit. a storyline. Now, wow. now Tori is not afraid of anybody. Tori might call D into elimination. I'm kind of excited here. Tori's bringing a storyline in front of us. Uh, we could talk about, we can talk about Jordan. Jordan moved up because almost the same reason. Jordan created a storyline. Hey, he lost an alliance member, but didn't you guys all just say Jordan doesn't play a game with alliances? So what is D to him really other than being disposable whenever he wants to? So he's not really keep, he's not losing a number if Jordan's going to play his own game no matter what. He also outran Fessy, a college tight end. So, I mean, I'm just saying he dominated that daily challenge. And Wes versus Bananas. Wes got more screen time. Wes did better in the daily. And I think the note, Wes had his hand in more than anybody else. Mm. Like, I, I honestly, th I, I think Bananas was giving his opinion. But if, if it wasn't for Wes, Jenny wouldn't have got out that notepad. And Wes was the one that said that she should, she should make sure you speak this. and. He was kind of the mastermind behind that. I mean, they were playing off each other 100%, but I'd say he took the lead. Well, fuck your list. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I like his list. I like your list, Tyler. Be like the only time I agree with your list. I, mean, I, it, I can't tell you the last time that there was, as much as everybody always makes comments that I always have women at the bottom, I, the women went number one and two here and, and number 10 as well. So, I mean... Tyler, why don't you start it off? Hit list. Bold predictions for next week. Bold predictions next week. Okay, so we have a guys. I think that we're going to see a vet throw himself in the same way we kind of saw this here, like a big person. So, like, I think we're going to see, I, I just don't, I don't know. CT doesn't have the daily. I think we might see, like, Corey or Rogan maybe put themselves into elimination against somebody they view weaker, depending on the elimination as well. I think it's going to play to strength. If we see a big dude in the tribunal and we see a hall brawl, they're going to jump in. I mean, I could see Jordan jumping in, trying to get his red skull with as much as he was pushing for Tori to get hers. I think he's going to push to get his now. So that's really the, the, the only prediction that I really kind of have. I think it's going to be a dog fight. And I think Jordan's going to really be the big one trying to get out there. I think next week, Queen Bailey and King Swaggy C show the challenges who the fuck they are. I expect King <laughs> episodes out of those two. That's going to close us out for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit me up on Messenger or DM me for your custom-made Total Madness jerseys. Just hit me up. I get your name put on them. We ship everywhere in the U.S., Canada, and internationally. Make sure you visit shop.lwcpodcast.com for all of your Love War challenges, the hit list, and general challenge gear. Bananas, close us up. All right. Another great episode, Potstars. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. 
Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash love war challenges. Join our discussions on Reddit under under the challenge subreddit at LWC Podcast. Also, check out our website at lwcpodcast.com. Make sure when you listen to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, give us five stars, give us a great review, and most importantly, subscribe. Have a great day, Potsters. Peace. get stuff done so what do you do you buy five hour energy of course you upload the receipt to 5hewin.com then find out if you instantly won 10 100 or even one thousand dollars then you drink that five hour energy and cut through your to-do list like a hot knife through butter five hour energy the official sponsor of getting stuff done no purchase necessary must be 18 and a legal resident of the u.s ends june 30th 2021 for rules visit 5hewin.com rules void where prohibited message and data rates may apply the great thing about facts, they're proven. Like the fact that crude oil contains impurities, or that base oil made from natural gas is 99.5% free of impurities. And the fact that Pennzoil is the first synthetic motor oil made from natural gas, not crude oil. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil, based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Get a $22 shell gift card with a Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Purchase. In 31421 21 terms apply. Details at Pennzoil.com slash oil change offer.